We are live. Yes, we are back. Better than ever. That's right. For our final episode ever of Quarantine Chats. This is very, very bittersweet because we've been doing this for off and on for about seven months now. Yes, we started it when? In April? Yes, in April. Like early April, April. April 12th because it was Easter Day. Yes, it was. I feel like the Terminator right now. We told you we'd be back. We are we, back. We are back. Yes. Uh, we're. I feel like. I feel like we're a little rusty. Uh, just a little. Yeah. Bit. Just a little. Sure. It's because it's been because it's been three months since we did the last one. I'm still. I think. I'm, yeah. I'm still it's shaking been, all the cobwebs off. It has <laughs> been three months, hasn't it? Yeah. I guess it's been three months. Like ten four. days ago. No, it's been. Yeah. It's been about four. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be four months in about two weeks. I think. Wow. Close enough. So that's pretty nuts. Uh, so where this is our last episode. Also, we're recording this Saturday, November twenty eighth, and the reason why is because our friend Austin Brown is moving to the big city of Louisville to, yes, be, to start his job because he is now a college graduate. So Brown, yeah, tell us wild. about that. So yeah, I finished everything up with Berea earlier this week and. For all intents and purposes, I'm graduated. Although, I guess it's not really 100% official yet because I still have some grades missing. Please, professors, get on that. Because if you don't, I don't get my diploma until May. Is there going to be a graduation? No, there's some kind of senior celebration video they're coming out with next week. Oh, Oh, that's better than nothing. Yeah, that's better than nothing. I mean, how will they do that? Are they just going to have like a bunch of pictures of you all? Yeah, they they were doing some filming and stuff, and I'm really interested to see what they get. What picture do they use of you? Um, they use some of my senior pictures, and they they had this one where they threw a diploma at me. Oh, and you caught it? Yeah, they yeah. When I was doing my senior pictures, they were like, "Oh, we tried this with somebody else. Why don't you do it?" And I'm like, "Okay." Did you catch it with your hands or mouth, like a dog? Hands. I I don't I don't no what someone I know back in high school or it was eighth grade he caught a frisbee with his mouth and he knocked out his tooth. Well, see, yeah, that's not a good idea. You can so, tell us who it was after the podcast. Just please, yeah. He don't want to break HIPAA. Well, um, I don't know if he ever went to the hospital for that, so it may not be HIPAA. But but yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's see. Besides that, so just I, tell us about your plans. Yeah. I'm... I've moved a lot of stuff to Louisville, and I'm going back up next week to officially move into the apartment. And become a big boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big boy Nothing big boy is build. put together except a couple of nightstands. That's it. Excellent. Well, my entire bed is sitting on the floor. I have a dresser still to put together. Are you going to put it together by yourself? Possibly. My I don't guy. know. It's, it's Ikea. Like, oh, you're, you're the... <clears throat> The directions are supposed to be simple, but it's just pictures, and I can't read pictures. <laughs> you, you definitely cannot read pictures. You have to look at pictures. That's yes, true. but a picture is worth a thousand words, and <laughs> I, I can't read that fast. Okay, so uh, what day did you say you begin your job? December 14th? Yes. And then when are you officially moving there? Moving to Louisville? Yeah. Next week. Okay, so yeah, that's why we're doing our last podcast right now because 
the original plans was we was gonna record a few of them over our Christmas break. Yeah, but then Brown did this, which is yeah. Brown just had to grow up and. Hey, you know, it took me forever to get a job. I was looking. I was actually in quarantine for a couple of weeks. Thanks, roommate, for your false positive. Not going to name you because HIPAA, but <laughs> I was applying for jobs every single day and wasn't getting nowhere. And then the day I come out, they're like, hey, we have something. So I'm like, okay. Okay, say less. <clears throat> and then another thing I'd like to mention, since Dawson spoofed it so much in one particular episode, I got my license. He did get his license. He did get his license, license yes. I'm, I'm proud of him. Yes. I'm also proud of you. I thought the day would never come. I but thought yeah, it wouldn't either. Same. I've... Even when I was taking the test, I was like, I am in trouble. Because <laughs> the rule is you're not supposed to jerk. If the instructor's cup of coffee spills out, you fail. I well, didn't know they had coffee. Yeah, the dude didn't have coffee. And the moment I took out of the parking lot, I jerked. And I was like, oh, I've already failed. But I did not. That's good. Hmm. Now you have your license. Just yes. like me and Dawson. Yes. Yes, just like I've had 99% of the other people my age. Three years. Yes. I had to do the math. <laughs> math was wrong. Uh, math is hard. Math is hard. Um. So, do you have any other information you would like to tell us about your job or like what you're doing or what your major was? Yeah, I was an accounting major in college, so you're going to a be lot an accountant. Of my, yes, I'm going to be doing accounting. Okay. Specifically, considering the season I'm going into, a lot of tax work. Yes. Like a lot. Yes. So, pray for me because I'm looking at 48-hour work weeks at the minimum. Dang. Okay. Wow. So, explain. I mean, I know what accountant is, but just explain an, what an accountant is in depth for us since that is your job because some people may not even know what that is because I really didn't even know what it was until you told me your major but that was also four years ago when I was 14 years old Mm -hmm. yeah basically it's just someone who works a lot with money like for a company or a person or other entities basically you do some financial advising for them which can include tax work and then Things like better helping them manage their money. It's a lot, and it's tough to condense four and a half years of work into a little 30-second snippet. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Brown, we're uh, we're proud of you. Thank you. You're, you're truly a man now. And uh, so that's Austin Brown's plans, and that's pretty much why we're recording right now. So... This stuff, this information that I'm, we're all going to be talking about between sports and just like in general stuff, it's going to be behind because we're not posting this probably for another two or three weeks or so. So Peyton and LT can also be free on their Christmas break and have some extra time to fix this stuff. Mm-hmm. So Dawson, how how have you been? How's how's school been? How's everything been? Yeah, we're good. That's good. Really good. I've been going through good transitions in my personal life, and That's it's good. been very um, liberating and nice. Been free. It's I'm free. And, yes. But school wise, we were doing good in the finals. That's good. Um, 
I have see I'm lucky and I didn't have to worry about anything being proctored. Most of my finals are papers that have been due for two weeks because um, everything is um, finished at December third. That's when the cutoff is due. Some of my classes have stuff due November thirtieth, but final grades are supposed to be submitted on December third. Anyways, I've got it under control. We're doing good. I'm working on a paper right now. As we speak, but I'm going to have one finished by today and wrap up a few more classes. Um, I'm starting to work out again. I'm, I'm trying to... Getting shredded. Get, I'm not, getting mm -hmm. shredded would be nice, but my um, get my muscle memory back from swim. I'm starting to feel really good about myself. So That's good. Things are going pretty all right. Good. Um, I'm like Dawson. I'm in school. School's going pretty good, but... At the college I go to, because I go to Cumberland's and Dawson goes to EKU, our schedules are different. So I don't finish up until December 10th. And so I don't know anything about my finals. But I do know that sadly they're not essays. But I wish they were essays, kinda. Because I kind of like to write, honestly. But yeah, it's going good. Campus is good. There's not been too many COVID cases, um, but yeah, it's been nice. Uh, I feel like I've matured as a person because I'm on my own down there, and Austin knows. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed it. Oh, another thing, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. When we started this podcast, everything was shut down. And now that we're finishing it, stuff is now shut down again. That is true. And speaking of COVID, um, I had a COVID scare about three weeks ago. We, uh, my whole family presumably had it. And we just, um, just presume we never got tested, but we quarantined for the respectable time. And, um, yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, if you're still on the fence about, you know, just be safe guys, please. Yes. Because the vaccine's around the corner, and by the time you guys hear this, it'll be a whole lot more hopeful than it is now. It's already hopeful right now, but I have good feelings about the news that we will be getting more um, better news about the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine. Anyways. Yeah, on the topic of scares, one of my housemates had a false positive. So even though he tested positive, he did have a false and then, positive, and then went back and tested twice, proved it was negative. He still had to quarantine. I still had to quarantine. My whole house did. It was a fun time. Quarantine's no fun. Quarantine is no fun. I mean, but I, I quarantine chats <coughs> is fun. I mean, I <laughs> I had, I had time to do quite a bit of stuff in quarantine, so yeah, I. I almost called you guys up and was like, hey, since I'm actually in quarantine, why don't we do it again? Oh, run it but, back. Uh, it was middle school, so. Yeah. We could have ran it back potentially. Who knows? Um, there's a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about the NBA draft, talk about free agency, winners and losers of that, and then I'll also put in a few teams that were just like, blah, because you can't really say if they lost or won. Um, we're also going to talk about the Thanksgiving NFL games, fantasy football, Joe Burrow, poor guy, our hero for the Bengals. He hurt himself. We'll talk about him. 
we're going to talk about our starting five best NFL players, and then we're going to have ourselves a Thanksgiving quiz. And then this podcast is going to be so long that we're going to have a different um, – what's the word? We're going to have us a little break, but then we're going to have some – after we do the first half, we're going to have some nice, beautiful transition music. Yes. And then – we're going to move on to the second half of the podcast. So, let's start off with NBA draft, free agency, um, NBA uh, trades, all that stuff. So, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine winners from all this. One, two, three teams that didn't do much of anything. And then I have, let's see, one, two, three losers. So we'll start off with the winners. Obviously, no doubt a winner is the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. They didn't draft anybody, but they signed Mark Gasol, amazing player. Really amazing player. Comes off the bench. Signs Wesley Matthews, another decent player who plays off the bench and can start even. And then the sixth man of the year, who is from his enemy, who is just on the team that is right across the street from the Lakers, Montrez Harrell. And then they re sign Contavious Caldwell Pope and Markeith Morris, two other good starters slash bench players. And then they traded Danny Green to the Thunder for Dennis Schroeder. And then traded JaVale McGee to the Cavs for Alfonso McKinney and Jordan Bell. I'm pretty sure did they didn't the Lakers drop like cut Jordan Bell but sign Alfonso McKinney? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not really sure what they've done with that. Okay. Jordan Bell's kind of not lived up to the hype. He so. did he did for he did when he played with the Warriors, but then they just like got rid of him, didn't they? Yeah, they cut him for nothing. Yes, okay. But he was decent when he played there, but he's no longer good. Alfonso McKinney also played for the Warriors, and he was pretty good one year also. Was it Was it when the Raptors won it all that he played a lot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So he's not bad. Um, the Lakers did lose Dwight Howard and Rondo, which is – that's a big deal to me, I think. Yeah. So that's the Lakers – that's why they're winners. I mean, they're not going to lose. They still haven't signed Anthony Davis, but, I mean, that's a no-brainer. He's coming back. So, then the next team that were winners are the Phoenix Suns. They drafted power forward center Jalen Smith with the 10th pick, who's from Maryland. He's pretty good. Then they signed Jay Crowder and Etwan Moore and re-signed Dario Sarch, but the thing that was so big is that they traded Kelly Oubre Jr., Ricky Rubio, and Jalen LeCue to the Thunder for uh, Chris Paul and Abdel Nader. And so I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I think that improves their team quite a bit. I think they do. Uh, I think they do get a lot better. Taking a nice sip of my KFC yeah. Sweet Tea. I'm looking at your notes, and I see the next winner. And the next winner is the Milwaukee Bucks. And so, tell what do you well, think? I'm a little questionable on that. They did make some good moves, but 
they tried to get Boyan Bogdanovich, and they had him for like two, two seconds. Yeah, like not long at all. And then he was like, "Hey, I did not agree to this. You, you cannot do this." And so they had to give his rights back to the Kings. They did, and then the Kings didn't even get to keep him. He went to the Hawks. Yeah, I find that weird because instead of playing with Giannis and Chris Middleton, you're playing with Trey Young, John Collins, and El Gallinari, which they will be better this season. The Hawks will be good, but... I think they will be good also. But you have a chance to play for a team that's already in the hunt, and you're putting your eggs in the basket of a bunch of up-and-coming guys. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're winners if they keep you honest. What do you? But if they don't keep you honest, they're honestly losers. Obviously. I mean, they'll keep Giannis this season, but I think the chances of him staying long term go down because of what happened with that botch signing. Okay. Well, they drafted Jordan Norwa who is a star in college for Louisville. They signed Bobby Portis, Bryn Forbes, and Terry Craig, or Tory Craig, sorry. And then they traded Eric Bledsoe and George Hill to the Pelicans for Drew Holiday. They, but they did lose Wesley Matthews, Robin Lopez, and Marvin Williams. But Marvin Williams and Robin Lopez really didn't even do much for him anyways. No. So that's the Bucks. Then the other winners I have in – Next, it goes to 76ers because they drafted Tyrese Maxey with, like, the, what, 21st pick or something? Yeah. Our Kentucky guy. He's, I thought that was a steal because he's good. They signed Dwight Howard. They traded Al Horford to OKC for Danny, Curry, Danny Green, and then they traded Josh Richardson to the Mavs for Seth Curry. So, I think the 76ers are going to be legit, even though you was telling me the other day that uh, – didn't Ben Simmons' sister or something like start throwing shade at the 76ers? Yes, Ben Simmons' sister made it seem like someone would get traded from the Sixers, which so far that has not yet happened. Not yet. And I imagine when this episode does come out, something could have happened. It could be different. Yeah. But for right now, the 76ers are in a good position because they've actually made moves that have made the team better. Yeah. The next winner, like we were talking about a few minutes ago, is the Hawks. They drafted Onyeka Onkongwu and Skylar Mays, and they signed Rondo, Chris Dunn, Bogdan Marjanovic, like we were talking about, and Danilo Gallinari. They've not had any trades, but I think their team will be pretty good because Trey Young can learn from Rondo. Onyeka Onkongwu can come off the bench for Clint Capella. Uh, Danilo, he's good. Bogdan, he's good. Chris Dunn is not the best, but he can play defense. So I think it'll be good. Then the Hornets, I think they're winners, but they're still not going to be good. That's just my – that's just what I think. Because they drafted LaMelo Ball. I mean, he's good. Then they drafted Nick Richards and Vernon Carey Jr., two really good big men. And then they signed Gordon Hayward. But – I think Gordon Hayward's low key buns. Yeah, I know. I know Dawson yeah. thinks Gordon Hayward's buns because yes. shout out to Dalton Pash. Yes, Gordon Hayward, he's a cupcake. He's a cupcake. Yeah, 
And are we talking about the Celtics at any point on this? Yes, we will be talking about the Celtics, but I'm not going to tell you where they're at on this all right, list. All right, we can we can go in on that. Okay. We'll get there. The next winner is the Nets, just because, I mean, they're going to be nuts this year. And they drafted Sadik Bay, or however you say that, but the power forward from, the, from Villanova, and he was pretty good. Then they signed Jeff Green and re-signed Joe Harris. And then they traded for Landry, Landry Shamit. And so I think they're going to be good. I mean, they were going to be good before, but they will be amazing. So that's why they're winners. And then Warriors – they're winners, but they did lose Clay Thompson because he tore his he tore his Achilles. But they drafted James Wiseman and Nico Mannion, and so they're just I mean they're good. Those two those two are very good players. And then they signed Brad Wanamaker, which is going to be Steph's backup point guard, I'd say, and Kent Bazemore. And Kent Bazemore he's not bad. Then they traded. Uh, Kelly Oubre, they traded for Kelly Oubre Jr. from the Thunder, I guess for like a second-round pick or something. So I think they're going to be good, but if they would have had Clay Thompson, they would have been even better. But I think they'll be playoffs. Yeah, we, um, we can't forget. They still have Andrew Wiggins. They do have Andrew Wiggins. They have Draymond, even though I, I've thought this for a, a very long time, that Draymond is just trash. But, hey – Maybe they'll be decent this year. And then finally, the last winner that we have is the Pelicans. And they drafted Kyra Lewis Jr., who's a pretty good point guard from Alabama. Then they re-signed Brandon Ingram. But the reason why they're so good, or going to be good, is because they traded away Drew Holiday, Darius Miller, and Picks in a four-way trade to get Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams which I think is going to be huge. Steven Adams and Zion Williamson, that's going to be nuts. Probably the yeah. two strongest people in the league. Probably. So and What I'm thinking is Zion is now the vet. He's the longest-tenured Pelican. He, he is. He is the longest-tenured Pelican, but it's by, like, probably – Two months compared to Brandon Ingram's. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, Now, here's the three teams that aren't really changing. The Rockets, Clippers, and Celtics. And here's why. The Rockets, they drafted nobody. They lost Robert Covington to the... They traded him to the Portland Trailblazers for Trevor Ariza. But they already flipped him to the Thunder. They also lost Austin Rivers... And they signed Christian Wood and DeMarcus Cousins. And then they didn't they hadn't got anybody from trades. They got their big man though. They did get their big man. I I love DeMarcus Cousins, but I just don't see him coming back and being the guy he used to be. Me either. I mean it's better than rolling out a six six Robert Covington at center. That's true. Christian Wood, he he's decent. Um, it's probably bad that they lost Austin Rivers, though. Uh, they don't have a backup point guard, I don't guess. And then the other team that really didn't lose or win is the Clippers. They didn't draft nobody. They lost Montrez Harrell, which is huge. 
Then they traded Landry Shamit to the Pistons for Luke Kennard, and I don't understand why because Luke Kennard is buns. But they did re-sign Marcus Morris Sr., and they did also sign Serge Ibaka and Kai Bowman. But Kai Bowman isn't really that good either. So here's something I saw. It's funny we talk about Marcus Morris. Yes. He and his brother have a joint bank account. I did see that. Yes. I saw really? this yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. So Marcus Morris makes sixteen million a year. Markeith makes two. Yeah, and they so, share the money. Yeah, so, awesome. so the Clippers are paying Markeith Morris seven million dollars. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's I seen that, and I thought that I didn't see it on TikTok. I seen it on Twitter, and I was like, that is probably the smartest thing ever for Markeith Morris, but probably the stupidest thing ever for Marcus Morris. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's funny too. And then the third, their second team, or no, that's actually the third team. My apologies. It's the Celtics. They drafted Aaron Naismith. He's not bad, and Peyton Pritchard, who's also not bad. They signed Tristan Thompson and re-signed Jason Tatum, and Taco Fall to a two-way contract. And then, but they traded Ennis Kander to the Trailblazers for picks, and then they lost Gordon Hayward and Brad Wanamaker. So I think. They really didn't lose or gain anything. I feel like they lost stuff, but then they immediately got it back. Yeah. But I do think they overvalued Gordon Hayward. I will say that much. Because they tried to orchestrate a trade with the Pacers. They did. And the Pacers offered Miles Turner and TJ Leaf. Yeah. But the Celtics wanted Miles Turner or Victor Oladipo or TJ Warren. Yeah, which is very stupid. I would never give those two up. For just Gordon Hayward. Never. Okay. Now we're on to the losers. The Thunder, Raptors, and Nuggets. Yep. The Thunder, they drafted nobody. They had no signings. And they traded Kelly Oubre Jr. to the Warriors, which is stupid to me. And then they traded Danny Green to the 76ers for Al Horford. And they also required James Johnson from the Timberwolves for rookie Rubio. So they they also lost Stephen Adams, and so and Chris Paul. So they're definitely a loser. How many first round draft picks do they have now? They probably they have like eighteen draft picks, first round draft picks until twenty twenty six. Wow, which is nuts. They're about to build a daycare. They are about to build a daycare. And then the next team that's a loser is the Toronto Raptors. They drafted Malachi Flynn. They signed Alex Lynn and Aaron Baines and re-signed Fred Van Fleet. They didn't have any trades, but they lost probably their – well, they didn't lose probably. They did. They lost yeah. Serge Ibaka and Marcus Gasol, who were their big men, and they got in return two terrible big men. So I think they will not be good. I mean, they may be an eighth seed, maybe. That's about it. And the final team that's a loser is the Nuggets. They drafted R.J. Hampton and Zeke Najay, or Najay, or however you say it, from Arizona. Then they re-signed Paul Millsap and signed, re-signed Bobo. And then they signed Marcus Howard to a two-way contract and Jamichael Green. But they lost... Uh, they're two. They lost their big backup big man, Mason Plumley, and they lost potentially maybe the best up and coming power forward, Jeremy Grant, because he balled out in the bubble, and they lost him because they actually both signed to the Pistons, 
and then Torrey Craig, he went to the Bucks, and that's their good defensive backup small forward. So I just don't know what they're going to do. And so, yeah. And Austin Brown has pulled up the game between Kentucky and Florida, and they are tied almost going into halftime. Yes. Who has the ball? Kentucky has the ball, and, uh, and they're about to get called for holding. Of course they are. Okay. But they can kick a field goal and take the lead. That's so, true. There's that. That would be nice. So, that's our first thing about the NBA draft and free agent and everything. Now we're going to talk about the Thanksgiving NFL games. So, let's get, let's get into that. So, today is what, Saturday? Yeah. So, this was that's two right. days ago. The Texans and Lions game, it was the hot trash bowl game because they're both terrible themes. The Texans beat the Lions 41-25. to J.J. Watt had a pick six. Line, in the second quarter, the Lions fumbled the football. The Texans got it back, and on the very next play, the Texans fumbled the football, and the Lions got the ball back. And they had four turnovers on 30 snaps. In the first half. Yeah, bad. Yeah. And so, Adrian Peterson played good. He had two touchdowns for 56 rushing yards. Deshaun Watson also balled out, and he had 318 passing yards, four touchdowns, and 24 rushing yards. And then, the next game was the toilet bowl game. I like to call it between the Washington football team and Cowboys. Uh, the Washington redacted. Yes, and the Washington redacted. They beat the Cowboys 41-16. to There's 30,000 fans there in Dallas, but honestly, when I was watching it, it did not look like there's 30,000 people there at all. They were cutting it bad. They, pro- they, probably, they probably all left, honestly. They probably were sick of watching the Cowboys. I really I don't blame them. Yeah, me neither. But and that game's annoying for me because in one of my fantasy leagues, I'm playing for the final playoff spot. And the person I'm going against has Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson. And they had career games. But Antonio Gibson did. Yeah. Speaking of Antonio Gibson, he had 115 rushing yards and three touchdowns, and he's the first rookie since Randy Moss in 1998 to have three touchdowns on Thanksgiving Day. So I think he's legit. Or maybe he just looks legit because he's, like, the only good player on the Washington football team. I don't know. I see it both ways. That both him and Terry McLaurin Terry are, McLaurin are is good, good guys. But at the same time, they're the only two players they really have. Yeah. And I, I and if you don't know, say they get traded to some good team, they probably wouldn't be worth nothing. Because the only wide receiver they have for the Washington football team is – Tory McLaurin. Could be worth finding out. Could be worth finding out, I agree. Then the final game of the day, the Steelers and Ravens, it got postponed. It was rescheduled for next Tuesday because of COVID, or this upcoming Tuesday. So what is that? December, is that December 1st? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday, December 1st. And then Lamar Jackson has COVID. Mark Ingram has COVID. J.K. Dobbins has COVID. Mm-hmm. Apparently, right before we started recording the podcast, a bunch of Steeler players are testing positive for COVID. So they probably won't even have the game next Tuesday. 
who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it's starting not to look good. No. Because all the Steelers players were arguing that they should not be punished for the Ravens' inability to handle their COVID situation. And now they have one of their own. Didn't uh, some guy for the uh, Ravens get, like, bad trouble? Or, like, find a bunch of money? One of their assistant coaches. Yeah. I don't know who it is, though. Now, for the 55th time, we're going to tell our starting five NFL players. Because we've done this, like, 55 times. We did it for uh, we did it for an episode at the very, very beginning of Quarantine Chats. Like, it was supposed to be a third episode, but it got messed up. So, we never got to post it. We did it then. Because it was an NFL draft football-themed podcast. And then we did it again for another podcast that we were going to release on Thanksgiving, but we never posted it. And then we did it another time, I'm about positive, sometime in like July, and that podcast episode also got messed up. So we've done this like four times, and we never even got to post it. So now, finally, we're going to do them. Finally. I mean, we've done it already multiple times, but we're actually going to tell them this time, and they're actually going to be put on this podcast for you to hear, finally. So we'll do round robin or whatever the heck it's called, like normal. We'll go Austin and then me and then Dawson, and then we'll tell our five, and then we'll all say, and then we'll go to four, and we'll all say. So Austin, hit us off with number five. All right, I'm doing mine a little different. I'm – my top five is going to be full of players I have in fantasy. Oh, perfect. On your actual fantasy football team? Yes. Okay. On both of them. All right. Okay. So, start off number five, Calvin Ridley. He had a really hot start to the season, but he's kind of fallen off lately. Uh, I just need him to score some points. Yeah, he was playing unreal. Yeah, he had back-to-back two touchdown games, and now he's had two since week two. Well, perfect. All right. My number five is Aaron Donald. Very good defensive player. Actually, I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to t- I'm going to tie him for fifth place. Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. They're the two best defensive players in the league. Either one of them are going to win NFL Defensive Player of the Year. So that's my number. Those are my two guys for number five. So now, Dawson, who is your number five? Well. Let's see. After really consideration and research, I think my number five on my starting lineup. <clears throat> Are you is, okay? Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I got a little tired. Uh, my number five on my starting lineup is Ray Rice. <laughs> he um, he's good at um, coordinating um, certain games. Like you know, he he's good at coordinating his um, fighters for. Um, Dogs. His, his dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Ray Rice is my number five. Excellent. All right, Austin, what's your number four? All right, my number four is – I'm going to do this a little differently. I have Montez Sweat. Okay. I have no idea who that is. He's a linebacker for the Washington Redacted. He got, he got me a pick six this past week. Oh, for your defense. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I'm having, I'm having the football team – I'm a defense in church leagues. I'm trying to make a late season push for the playoffs, and you know, I'm the number point, one team in the league. Any point I can get, it helps. Facts. And those were eight very nice points. Okay. So shout out Montez Sweat. 
My number four is Kyler Murray. He is the second best quarterback in the league. And you could arguably you could arguably say that he's the best quarterback in the league. But I think he is number four on this list. He has like the six most rush, rushing yards in the league at, at quarterback. Threw that unreal Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins about two weeks ago. One of the best catches I've ever seen. He's just a good quarterback all around. Now, Dawson, who's your number four? All right. My number four is, uh, let's see. This is very, very hard. I, this is very hard on um, who I was going to decide to put on my number four of my starting lineup. But I was thinking the um, Skittles bag that Marshawn Lynch has all the time. Yes, he eats those all the time. Uh, yeah, this, the, the current and the and it's a tie with the um, golf cart that Marshawn Lynch drives because <laughs> it, it drives through the crowd. And, so, so. No, so number four is Marshawn Lynch's items. Yes. Okay. Golf cart and Skittles bag. Okay. What's your number three? Number three, Justin Herbert. Okay. He was. I was going to say he was the second best rookie quarterback out of the class, but. Sadly, our fallen hero, Joe Burrow. Yeah, so he probably is now. Yeah, so now he is number one. And I'm not just saying that because I'm looking at his fantasy stats and he's got the Morgan Wallen mullet, which he cut <laughs> it off. He did cut it off. Yeah. I was looking at his stat line because, Reese, you traded me this man for Kyler Murray. I did trade you him for Kyler Murray. Because I needed a spark for my team, and he's given me that. The lowest points he's had since the trade is 20. Nice. And I'm five and one with him starting, so You're welcome. He's putting in work. All right. My number three is Dalvin Cook. He's just unreal. He just runs down everybody's throats. Does not matter who it is. He will truck you, he will run you over, he will just run down everyone's throats. What 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 how many weeks ago has it been since he had what, four touchdowns or he did he have three? He had three. Well, no, he had four. Okay, he had four total touchdowns like two or three weeks ago against yeah, two. the Packers. Okay, I couldn't remember. So, that's my number three. Now, Dawson, what's your number three? <laughs> my number three is Colin Kaepernick's hair. Excellent, because it has that nice fro, doesn't it? Yes. Okay, so number three is Colin Kaepernick's afro. Yes. What's your number two? My number two is Aaron Jones. Okay. He, He's a good running yes, back. Yes, he, like Dalvin Cook, is a very good running back. Except over the last little bit, he's had struggles with COVID, COVID. and inconsistency. Okay. He has went from 45 points in week two down to 12, 14, 17. I mean, that's still not bad. Yeah, he's still doing very good. It's not bad at all. Come on, come on, Aaron. I need some, I need some more points this Come week. on, A.A. Ron. Yes, A.A. Ron. All right, my number two is Alvin Kamara. And here's the thing. You could argue that Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook are the same or one is better than the other, but the reason why I have Alvin Kamara over Dalvin Cook is just because Alvin Kamara can catch the ball. He could be a wide receiver if he wanted to. For sure. So that's why he's my number two. But he can run down everybody's throat, catching it, running it, there's no in-between, so that's my number two. Now, Dawson, who's your number two? My number two is Tom Brady's okay. son, Tom Brady's son. Oh, okay. 
So hey, 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 that, the, the, the DNA gets swapped every time they kiss on the mouth. So, <laughs> so that so he might be a good quarterback in ten years. Yeah, probably. So number two is Tom Brady and his son. Yes. That that, that is broken, Austin Brown. <laughs> but Brown, who's your number one? Dalvin Cook. Okay. If we want to talk broken. Okay. This man had in back-to-back weeks. 48.6 and 39.2 points. Okay. He had six touchdowns in that two-week span, ran for over 160 yards both times, and he keeps putting up numbers. I don't know how else to put it. He's projected 24.6 this week. Yeah, he, he is. That's a lot for a running back. He is a, he is a madman. Okay, my number one is Patrick Mahomes. He's probably going to win MVP again. I think they have the best team in the league. Don't at me, but the Steelers are frauds because they've not played anybody good at all. So that's why I have them at – that's why I have him at number one. So now, Dawson, tell us your number one player. It's a tie. <laughs> oh, it's I a got tie. two players. Okay. So we got Patrick Mahomes' brother. Okay, Jackson. Jackson. He's a good. He's According a good. to his TikToks, he seems very um, fruity, fruity and flamboyant, and we need some diversity on my team because this is 2020. He does have a girlfriend, though. I don't yeah. believe that one bit. Now, number now, my next number one is OJ Simpson's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she is dead, but I want to bring her back to life. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So number one, Jackson Mahomes and OJ Simpson's girlfriend. Now, for the last part with the NFL stuff, we're going to talk about our our hero Joe Burrow, and Go Tigers. and he he tore his ACL and MCL against the Washington Football Team last week. So the Washington Football Team they are dead to me, but his season stats are sixteen total touchdowns, five interceptions. He's completed sixty five point three percent of his passes. He's passed for 2,688 yards. He has 142 rushing yards, but the Bengals' record is 2-7-1 with him starting. But to be fair, it's not his fault at all. No, it's the fault of the offensive line. And quite frankly, Zach Taylor can't coach himself out of a paper bag. Yeah, Zach Taylor, terrible coach. Go Tigers. (laughs) Even he's a terrible coach, too. Ed O. Yeah. Actually, take that back. He's a good coach. Take that back right now. Just look at LSU. This Austin Brown, come on now. <laughs> what are you doing over here? It's supposed to snow Monday. So. <laughs> he was looking at the weather. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Brought to you by. Uh, Brought to you by Joe Burrow. Yes. Go Tigers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's something I was going to say. Okay, I've lost it completely, but that's perfectly fine. Now, um, we are going to do our Thanksgiving quiz. So, Dawson, I'm going to trade you seats. And I'm going to sit right here, and you're going to take my seat for the time being, and we're going to have us a quiz, and we're going to see who knows about Thanksgiving more than the other, and Black Friday. So, there's, let's see. I'm trying to see how many, yes, there's no cheating because like earlier, we've already done this before. I changed the questions. Uh, 
But, you know, like I said, that podcast never came out. So corrupted, didn't it? Yeah, corrupted. So there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's ten questions. Okay. So the first question, who was the first president to pardon a turkey? A, Ronald Reagan. B, Abraham Lincoln. C, John F. Kennedy. Or D, George H.W. Bush. Reagan. Okay, what's your answer? Could you repeat the question again, please? Ronald Reagan, Abraham Lincoln, JFK, and George H.W. Bush. I'm going to go with H.W. The correct answer is JFK. Boo! So, That's why I got shot. <laughs> no. I'm so, so the, sorry. So the score... Here, I'm going to keep score at the bottom. So the scorer, A. It, it's not the turkey's fault when me, Johnson, wanted to be president. See, a versus D. That's it is story. zero to zero. Now, number two. When was the first Thanksgiving NFL game? 1876. Somebody has finally got one correct. I knew it. And it is Dawson Nicely. <laughs> it is Philadelphia. Yes, I knew that one. Question number six. How many Americans prefer Thanksgiving leftovers to Thanksgiving dinner? About 76% people, about 55% of people, about 23% of people, or about 80% of people? 55. Okay, Austin. 76. The answer is D. About 80%. <laughs> okay, well, at least these people are smart. Okay, we're six questions in, about to be the seventh. It is one to nothing, Dawson. Yeah. So, number seven. Black Friday is the biggest day of the year for what trading profession? Lineman, plumber, or welder? Plumber. Austin? Lineman. It is plumber. It is now two nothing, Dawson. Wow. 
Now, no, there's three questions left. So you have to get the last three to win. Okay. True. And if you all say the same exact answer and it's correct, we're going to negate it to make it more interesting. (laughs) So, for example, true or false, California consumes the most turkey every Thanksgiving. False. Yeah, I somehow think that's false also. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> what about New York? Uh, that's what I thought. I Texas. Thought, I thought New York or Texas or one of them had it. So, you could still tie Austin. The average shopper spends how much money on Black Friday? Oh. $130, $1,040, $520, or $260? $520. Please be smart, people. It's 520 <laughs> Dawson has 100% won the game. So but we'll fit it. It's Black Friday questions. I got yeah. it all right. <laughs> yeah, Dawson's a Black Friday enthusiast. Yes, I am. Okay. Final question. I'll tell you what, Austin. This point is worth. Don't give me your charity. This, this, word, this just, point, just ask question. This point is worth three points. Don't give me your charity. Just ask the questions. Who are the biggest spenders on Black Friday? Gen Z, Baby Boomers, Millennials, or Generation X? Baby Boomers. Think about this very smartly, Austin. Gen Z, Baby Boomers, Millennials, or Generation X? I think Gen Z because I'm a tightwad, so. I'm going to go Millennials. You are correct. So the final score is 3-1. to since you did not want my charity. Yeah, you screwed up. <laughs> you screwed up. three more questions and Dolphins blow a 3-1 lead. <laughs> Do you want me to find three find more questions? three more questions, please. <laughs> Just random Thanksgiving facts. Okay. Thanksgiving quiz. 15 Thanksgiving quizzes. Oh, hold on. ASMR. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on Austin Brown's butt, baby. Jingle. Okay, here's the next three questions. I'm sorry, Brad. You need to be. I'm not. Mary, or Sarah... Sari, hold on, I've already compl- I've already messed up that question. When was green bean casserole introduced to Thanksgiving dinners? A, 1845, 1838, 1955, or 1920? 1955. 20. 1955. It is now three to one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry, three to two. Oh, no. We have three questions left, or two questions left. What am I doing? Which city's Thanksgiving Day Parade ends with Santa Claus getting a key to the city? A. Philadelphia. B. Detroit. C. Los Angeles. D. New York City. Los Angeles. Detroit. It is Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) There's now two questions left. (laughs) Oh, there's one question left. Okay, the qu- if, okay, one question left. At least you can get closer to not losing, Austin. So, the final question. 
on average, how many people attend Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade each year? Zero about this year. <laughs> <laughs> about <laughs> a, a about three point five million. B three point six million. C three point seven million. Or D four million. Watch it or like on go, TV. like actually go. Did that many people go. Yeah, the fact that there's that many million Jeez. people going to watch it—that's. I don't know. Like it's Thanksgiving. Go home and eat turkey. B. I take B for five hundred. Reese. I like even numbers. Four million. It was it was three point five, which was A. Dang. So the final score was four to two, Dawson. It was a good run, Austin. Couldn't know if I outstripped it. Well, Kadarius Tony put a good run. Ford took the lead around that. Well, dang. All right. Now, we have done the quiz. Now, we're going to talk about Dawson's adventure. Oh, yes. On the thing about the Xbox Series X right after this nice transition music. So we will see you after this beautiful transition yeah. music. Not the, not the keys, the actual music. Oh, okay. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing slow down. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these be at when they said they doing all this and all that? It's going to be in there. Great. Okay. Now, Dawson, tell us about your adventure for the Xbox Series X. Pain. Okay, pain. pain. So I've been trying to buy the Xbox Series X for probably a month now. I've been... When Walmart, it went on sale on Walmart online, when it went on sale on Best Buy and Target and all the online, I was the first, one of the first people out there that were fresh, but they have these bots that like get it as soon, because as soon as it comes out on sale, because I try to get it at nine o'clock, that's when it came on sale about this week on Wednesday, and um, oh my gosh, it, it was sold out at nine o'clock, literally I refreshed. 9 a.m.? No, 9 p.m. Oh. And then I was going to camp out yesterday, but I chose not to because I was thinking about it. Logistically, I wouldn't get one because there are probably only like five to each store, especially Berea is a small town. And um, there was people already camped out there at 12 o'clock Thursday morning when I went and got Thanksgiving for my grandparents from Cracker Barrel. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till February because they will um, like right now. They'll be thriving. They'll then. be thriving. That would be absolutely miserable it would to be sit miserable. out there for almost 24 it hours. It was cold. Yeah, it was cold. Plus, you'd literally be sitting in like a chair for... Yeah. That night, I went to bed happy. Yeah, I would have went, went to bed that night happy, too. Because <laughs> I was in my bed, not in Berea sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, now we're going to talk about some college football and basketball. So. All right. The college football playoffs was released this past week, and the top four in the playoffs right now at number one is Bama, number two, Notre Dame, number three, Clemson, and number four is Ohio State. Okay. Again, in the hunt is Texas A&M at five, six, Florida, seven, Cincinnati, eight, Northwestern, and nine is Georgia. 
And now <coughs> Kentucky is playing Florida today, and so update us, Austin, on how that's going. 14-10 Florida at halftime. Okay, 14-10 Florida at halftime. So, the question is, who do you think is going to be winning the Heisman? Um, do you think it will be – I think it's going to be Kyle Trask. Yeah, at this moment I don't see an opportunity for anyone else to win a Buck Kyle Trask unless Mac and Jones just pulls a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, because Florida and Alabama, I believe they play next week. So I think whoever wins that game is going to be the person that wins Heisman. Yeah, and then they'll have the SEC championship game. That's also and true. No other chance unless Texas A&M gets in. Yeah, it does something nuts. Kentucky, he's awful. Or he. They're awful. Uh... Right now, as we speak, a girl by the name of Sarah Fuller, who's on the Vanderbilt girls soccer team, is playing kicker today uh, for Vandy in the football game. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. She's the first female ever to play in a Power 5 football program because some other girl did it yeah. for who was it, Brown? New Mexico. New Mexico, okay. So, now on to college basketball. College basketball. The top ten is Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Virginia, Iowa, Kansas, Wisconsin, Illinois, Duke, and then Kentucky is at ten. Yay! Villa- we're below Duke, so boo. Yeah, but we we should be better than them. They have they've not got to play yet, have they? Because of COVID. I don't think so. I didn't think so. So there's already been two losses in the top ten. Four Virginia lost to San Francisco yesterday. And then number one, Gonzaga beat Kansas on Thanksgiving Day, and they're six. And then Villanova barely beat Boston College on Thursday also. Uh, Iowa, I don't think they should be at number five, even though Luka Garza played like an absolute monster last night. He had 41 points and like 12 rebounds or something nuts. So I think he's legit. It's just that nobody else on their team is really good besides them. Um... Gonzaga, they look nuts on Thanksgiving Day. That they're one of those teams that they're literally so good that you can't even like pick who the best player is on the team. Hmm. So they're Excuse good. Me. Yeah, that's very scary. Illinois is also very good. I think what's so good about them is they have a lot of depth along with a lot of athleticism. Well, they had a scare last night. And who Illinois did? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. They barely beat Ohio. It was like. Two points. Yeah. Ohio, You're just right. Ohio. Yeah, just Ohio. Okay, I was gonna say Ohio State. Uh, For Ohio State, it wouldn't be so bad, but it's just Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I know. What you're, okay, I know what you're talking about now. I I didn't watch it, but I seen it. So, um, Kentucky played Moorhead, and uh, what when when was that? Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, Kentucky beat them 81-45. to They were supposed to play Detroit Mercy yesterday, but that got canceled because of COVID. And then they play Richmond tomorrow. Um, the stats were Brandon Boston had 15 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist. Terrence Clark had 12 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Devin Askew had 12 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. 
Olivier Saar had eight points, three rebounds, and two blocks. Isaiah Jackson had nine points, four rebounds, two blocks. Davion Mintz had ten points, one rebound, three assists off the bench. Cameron Fletcher had nine points, five rebounds, three assists off the bench. Jacob Toppin had two points, two rebounds, and one assist. Dante Allen had four points and one rebound, and Lance Ware had five rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. I think Kentucky basketball, I think they are better than what rank they are. I think they should be a little bit higher. They always do Kentucky like that, though. Yeah, they always do Kentucky like that. Plus, what's so crazy about this team is they're so big and so athletic, and they can play defense, and they can shoot a three-pointer, which doesn't come around often with Kentucky basketball. But – um, that's the college basketball stuff. That's all I can really say. I think Brandon Boston Jr., he may be the best freshman in the country. I was kind of shocked at, about Devin Askew. He played good, Brown. Did you watch any of the game? Uh, I didn't watch part of it. Okay. Um, Isaiah Jackson, I think he's the best player out of all of them. Not all of them, but I think he is better than what I imagined him to be. So, yeah. But I have to be careful with him now because he did tweak his ankle. He did tweak his ankle. So, it's going to be interesting. We'll figure it out. By the time this comes out, Kentucky does play Kansas next Tuesday, so we'll see how really good they are. Now, Austin Brown. Yes. You Do you know what time it is? Sprite Cranberry? No. It is now time for your big day. With the Florida Man News reports. Yes. So, tell us about your Florida Man News reports. All right. Let's see here. What better of a leadoff than this? Florida Man defrosts Thanksgiving turkey and swimming pool. <laughs> Wait, what? that's funny. Yes. He, he, wait, man, what did he do? <clears throat> this man by the name of Mark O'Donnell and his family had this tradition where they throw a turkey in the pool to defrost it. That's weird. Yes. Please don't tell me they eat it. No, they eat it. Heck mm. yeah. I mean, it's one of the safest ways to thaw a turkey in cold water. Just throw it in a bag and throw it into the well pool. That's what makes you happy. Then defrost your turkey in your pool in Florida, not here, because pools here <laughs> yes. turn into makeshift ponds. They do, indeed. All right. <clears throat> now we find another one. You didn't have to cut me off. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just somebody that I used to know. Come on, Brian. All right. This is a throwback. This is a Florida throwback. man arrested for calling 911 after kitten denied entry into adult club. Excellent. Mm-hmm. This man by the name of Everett Legs was arrested for for 
repeatedly calling the emergency line to report that the club owner refused to let his kitty in. <laughs> My guy. All right. We're two for two. Yes. <clears throat> we are two for two. Mm-hmm. Florida man protects car from Hurricane Dorian by parking it in kitchen. Whoa, what? Yes. That's smart. Patrick Eldridge of Jacksonville drove his smart car inside his home and into his kitchen to protect it from flooding and wind. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, a smart car. <laughs> now, I have a funny smart car story that I've told Reese and Dawson. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys. So, a smart car got involved in an accident with a squirrel. The squirrel walked away with minor injuries. The smart car was totaled. <laughs> so, so, imagine what a hurricane would do to your smart car. Imagine. Just imagine. Just sit back and think about it. Yep. So, tell us one more. One more. One more. Oh, I stand. This is like this thing. This is the last ever Florida Man News report that you'll ever Austin Brent tell. Austin Brent. Austin right. Brent, 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 Brent. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Him a time. Stop. Wait a minute. Pour my cup. Put some ice cubes in it. Put yes. some Sprite cranberry in it. Okay. Yes. Florida man tries to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from cops. Ooh. Ooh. Simone Biles. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's John Franco Fernandez. <laughs> Sorry, John Franco Fernandez. Yo, Franco. This man, this man was grasped by the cops, wiggled out of it, then launched into cartwheeling. Did he escape? Temporarily. And then he got arrested for battery on an officer. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that was our final Florida Man News report ever. It was a good run, wasn't it? <coughs> yes, yes, it was. Many Florida people doing many Florida things. Facts. In other news, history has been made. Sarah Ford got into the game for Vanderbilt and kicked off. Really? Yes. I was going to say she kicked a field goal or something, but they probably won't even get the score. Hopefully. Hopefully. But who knows. Now, we're going to be doing music reviews and movie reviews, but where this is going to be posted around Christmas time, we're not going to hate on Christmas, so we're going to do music reviews for Christmas music. Or... I know. We know, we know what you mean. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, Dawson, tell us your go-to Christmas music. My go-to Christmas music. So am I doing all five at once, or no? Don't you don't have to do five. Just one. Or you two. can do yeah, one or two, three. So I love the Electric Light Orchestra. Yes, they are amazing. I like them. They make me happy. Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. Ah, uh, yes, I, that's that's a good one. Um, I like Run DMC. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The moon is bright. The night is young. Okay, but anyways, uh, I like that. There's some um, Run DMC, Christmas and Hollies. That's a good one. Um, there's and then there's Santa, a lot of good stuff. There is. 
Then I like Frank Sinatra's old stuff. I'm a big fan of Frank Sinatra, so. Yes. Yeah. All right, Brown, what about you? This, just Christmas just music. Christmas music, and then we'll do the music, or movie. Because okay. I'm, I'm still going to miss itinerary, and I was not seeing Christmas music anymore. Okay. So you have caught me in quite a conundrum. <laughs> What's that? I don't really listen to that much. Boo. Listen, the other night when we went to go on the search for Sprite Cranberry, I was playing Christmas music when he got in the car, and he said, why are we listening to Christmas music? I was like, are you a... Don't... It's Christmas time for the... Oh. I have a very stringent post-Thanksgiving policy on Christmas music. Christmas starts for me after Black Friday, so Christmas also starts for me after Black Friday. I'm with Dawson on that. So it's ugly Christmas sweater time. Yes. When is when do you, when does Christmas time start for you? On Christmas? <laughs> no, it starts like somewhere between Thanksgiving and December first. This is between this is between Thanksgiving <laughs> and yes. December. It is the twenty eighth. You have two three days to make up your mind, Brown. Come oh on now, gosh. go ahead and celebrate Christmas cheer, Holly Jolly Christmas, Santa Claus, Buddy the Elf, Buddy Reese's Grandpa. <laughs> My buddy Randy. Uh, so, so it's not Christmas time yet for Austin Brown. For at least the next three or four days, he'll finally yes. decide. But at least tell us some Christmas music that you can vibe to. I mean, I'm not gonna turn down Christmas music. So, if Good. you play it, I'll probably listen to it. So you don't have a song. I cannot say that I do. <laughs> That's that's very depressing to me. Yes, it is. Uh, my oh, favorite Christmas that. songs are "Do They Know It's Christmas" by Band Aid. Yes, it's love a good that song. One. Uh, the Paul McCar- McCarthy song. Mm-hmm. It's a very good song. I mean, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." That's just an that's just all time gas song. And Mariah, Mariah, now now when my Mariah Carey hit those high notes. Like, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Uh, there's there's another song. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Uh, not I like Feliz Navidad, Feliz but that's Navidad. not the song I'm trying to think oh, of. No issue of What's the song by the Eagles? You know what I'm talking about? It's a Christmas song. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Please Come Home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. That's... That's a very good song. I also enjoy. All right, <coughs> now, Dawson, what's your favorite Christmas movie, or what's a few Christmas? Elf, Elf okay. Home Alone, all the Home Alone movies. Okay, I love Elf though. The Santa, the, the Christmas Claus with um, Tim Allen. I love. That's Tim a good Allen. movie. I love all of those. Um, but I haven't really watched the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. That's my, I might, I might watch that this month. Are you serious, Clark? I, I never watched that. I've never watched any. I never watched any of the National Lampoon stuff. So I'm gonna need to do that because it's Chevy Chase. I like Chevy Chase. Wow. Um, I like Charlie Brown. Yeah. Okay. Since you, neither of y'all have seen that classic, I deserve a reprieve for not having a Christmas song. Okay, that's fair. I guess. Okay, I respect that. <laughs> All right. What is your Christmas movies, Austin? I mean, I think for sure National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Santa Claus 1 and 2, definitely up there. Santa Claus 3, 
Buns. It was, it was okay, but Buns. it was a depressing ending. And then Home Alone, yes. You can't not include Home Alone. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to say my favorite Christmas... One, not just one of the best Christmas movies of all time, but one of my favorite movies in general of all time is definitely Elf. I love Elf. And it's it's um, Will Ferrell's best movie. I think so also. And I also enjoy Home Alone, and I also enjoy the original Grinch, the cartoon, and I also enjoyed the original Rudolph show. Like the animated one from like the fifties or sixties, like the Grinch one. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the new Grinch, with uh. I haven't watched it. I don't. Oh, I forgot about the old Grinch with all like with the live action Grinch. I yeah, love the live action Grinch. I don't. I don't. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? I think the reason why is because Jim used, Carrey. Yeah, it kind of used to scare me when I was little. You so know, I think that's why. I used to be scared of it too. So I think that's one reason why I don't yeah. like it. Oh, so we all had live action movies. We were scared of the kid. For me, it was a live action Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I did not yeah, like that movie either. That no, movie was weird. Fun fact: that, that one was so bad, the Seuss family revoked access to their estate. Yeah, they did. Wait, they did what? They made it to where no other movie could be made about their work. Really? Yeah. Like live action wise. Any movie, period. Well, well they had a Lorax. One per well. I think they lifted it after a while. But, but still, maybe, I, that, maybe it is Black Michael Myers. Michael Myers made that movie. He was the cat. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So uh, here is a Christmas question: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, I consider it a Christmas. I've movie. I've never watched Die Hard. I consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. What is Die Hard? It's with Bruce Willis. It's one of Bruce's Bruce Willis's best series, and it takes place during Christmas. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it forever. I'm going to have to watch it this year. I have a lot of movies I want to hit up on Christmas. Um, Yeah, Elf is just, that's just a goaded movie. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best movies ever. I agree. Now, we have another starting five, and it is worst types of homework in college. I'm sorry to have to bring up this, Austin, but it's the only reason why I did it. And so, um... I have my list. We're somewhere on somewhere on starting. It's a starting five right there. Right? <clears throat> ah, here it is. Yes, here's mine. So, Dawson or Austin, you go first, and then uh, Dawson can go, cool. and then I'll go. Or would you like me to go first? I'd rather one of you guys go first. Okay, my number five is a discussion board. I don't mind the discussion boards, depending on how they are, because it is pulling. I don't like it when you have a discussion board and they tell you to make it 500 words. If it's 500 words, you might as well just call it an essay. Yeah. So that's the only reason why. If that's It's number five for sure. But uh, if it's a 500-word one, then it would be up higher, but it's not. So, Dawson, what's your number five? My number five is, uh, see, I only had – I think my number five will be extra credit. Yeah. You know why I hate extra credit? Because I need to do it, but I never do. 
because it's it's a boring to do. It's boring to do, but it would have probably helped me out a lot if I did it. I had so many opportunities and I didn't take them. And as one thing I will do different next semester is take every extra credit opportunity. I've done all the extra credit so far that I've been given, but it is boring because it's it's just like busy work. Mm-hmm. All right, Brown, what's your number five? Number five for me is a film reflection. Oh. What's a film reflection? I had those for music appreciation. Those were terrible. I've never had this. Yeah. So, basically, you watch a film that's not even very good most of the time. Like a movie. Yeah. And then you write about it. Ugh. And you usually zone out there in the film or the music piece. Yeah. And and I I feel bad saying that... It's not good, but it's just not. Okay. And I don't really know how else to put it. Like, the last class I had Ever. was writing film reflections. And honestly, I did not watch a single film. I was just like, <laughs> How did you do it then? Internet. You can Google find Google knows all. Google does know all. Okay. Um, my number four is essays. Because I, I wouldn't call myself a writer, but I don't mind writing at all. I can write all day long, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty good at writing. So it's not bad to me. So that's why it's number four. Okay. What's your number four, Dawson? My number four is probably, let's see. Um... My number four is discussion boards. Okay. I hate discussion boards. And I know it's the thing is, though, I, I have figured discussion boards out. I'm not going to share the secret because it's an open secret, but I don't want to, like, state it directly. But um, I think I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone does it. But they are such a big deal of your grade. If you, like – it could make the difference of a letter grade because most professors don't put them in. Some professors don't put them in until flipping the end, the end of it. So you might have like a C and then end up getting a B out of the class because you do all the discussion boards. That's my number four. Okay. Brown, what about you? Time hop on the discussion board slander. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but my roommate – and also a guest a few times on this podcast, Bentley. Mm-hmm. He's had discussion boards this semester that are supposed to be two pages long. That's ridiculous. That's not a discussion that's board. That's a, an essay. That's an essay. Yeah. That's a waste. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's silly. And yeah. that's part of the problem with the discussion board is you have to hit some kind of word limit. And oftentimes it's excessive. Yeah. Thankfully, my professors were not too picky this year. Like this yeah. time around. Yeah, I've only had to do a discussion board a couple times this semester. But one of them was like, tell me a business you like and what you like about it. And you, the worst part is, it wasn't even doing my own. It was replying to other people's. Yeah, that's true. That's what mine was. And it's usually, hey, person, nice discussion board. I really like how you discussed this with content <laughs> this week. Thank you for doing it very clear and concise. I really agree with restating what they said and then restating what I just said, and that's a discussion board. Yeah. Yeah, so that only helps part of the way, though. 
to getting your word limit. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. It is annoying. All right. My number three. I don't know if you've ever had to do any of this, but in a few of my classes, I have to literally print out paper, work out the stuff on the paper, or do the task on the paper, and then rescan the paper as a PDF, I've never done put that. it on my I've laptop, and then send it in. That's silly. And I do not like it at all. I don't like that I despise either. it. Because you have to worry about printing stuff out, and scanning <coughs> it, and doing the work, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's my number three. It is quite silly. All right, Dawson, what do you got? My number three is uh, essays. I don't mind essays. I'm good at essays. I can steam one out in about two hours. Yeah, I can too. But they're never really good. They're usually bull crap. I just don't like them. I think the only thing I don't like about essays is I hate it when you have to do something. Like, I hate it when they, like, make a rough draft type thing mm-hmm. and you have to, like, base it off the rough draft. I think I could do so much. I See, I, I'm, I like having a rough draft, though. Really? Yeah. I think I do better personally just freehanding it, just free balling. That's what I did with my paper I'm working on right now. I wrote it all out in an outline, and then when I get home from this podcast, I'm going to finish it up. Yeah, make it my... Nice lady. Okay. So, what about you, bro? I'm going to go with <clears throat> Excel sheets for number three. Part I've of never done an Excel sheet. Yeah, part of being an accounting major is mm, you have say. to do journal entries and then create statements. And a lot of that you do on Excel. Yeah. And it gets a couple points because you can use the equations to like sum stuff up, divide, all that good junk. Yeah. But other than that, it's just a pain to deal with. I'd say so. Okay. My number two is online programs. Have you all ever been a part of a program called Revel? No. No, but I have to go do stuff through Task Stream, which is okay. probably like It's Revel. probably like Revel, yeah. I don't like that stuff. Is it for your education classes? Yeah. That's how my Task Stream's for Eastern's education classes. So yeah. it's, and even the professors do not, they at least for me, they don't like Task Stream. No, they don't like, my professors don't like it either. They just have to do it because, like, everybody else does it. And I had to pay a $150 subscription for one year of it, which is kind of, Baloney. Yeah, it's stupid. It is stupid. I agree. Okay. Brown, what about you? Or Dawson, what about you? Um that's that's also my number two is Tastering. Like okay. the, the online programs. Online so. programs. Now Austin Brown, what's your number two? Are you okay? You got a poop or something? You're making this no. cute little face. Bro, I'm exhausted. Anymore I wake up at eight. And why, I why did you wake up at eight today? I woke up at about nine thirty. I don't know. It, it just happens. It's okay. I walked on the treadmill um, for thirty minutes. Yeah. It hurt. I'm, I'm getting trained for work. Oh, okay. That's smart. That is yeah. smart. <clears throat> Number two is probably an essay research paper type blend. Okay. Oh, I hate research papers. Just so much, like looking at things, 
goes into it. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta look at the stuff, and then you have to create an argument around your stuff, and it, it gets... It gets repetitive. It gets my really number repetitive. one, just moving into that, one. is research paper. That's my, number, that's my one number one for sure. I don't yeah. like it at all. I don't either. It's. I think the reason why I don't enjoy it is because you have to sit there. You have to look at something. Then you have to put it in your own words over here. <laughs> and then you have to explain about what you wrote, even though it's, yeah. you're pretty much explaining. You're just pretty much repeating what you just posted or just wrote out just in different words and forms. Yeah, I had a five-page research paper as my very last college assignment, and I just could not do it. It's boring. It is boring. And it's miserable. I, that's what I'm dealing with right now is a research paper, and it's just, just something else. Yeah, it's it's a hassle. It is a hassle. My, my class is about William Shakespeare. Oh, it's not terrible. Some of his work is pretty good. It is pretty good. A lot of the work is pretty good. It's just it's written in old English, so you have to understand that. Old English is rough to understand. And then you have to make modern connections to it, which is not always the most difficult task, but. Very true. Yeah. It's not overwhelmingly easy either. Yeah. Okay. And then you have to look at what other people think. All right. And that's not even my number one. Wait. <laughs> Whoa, what? No, it was my number two. And oh, yeah. Two. Okay, my bad. What's your number one? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, too. <laughs> I'm really scared. As much as he just talked about a, a research yeah. paper that has number two, yeah. this number one must be bad. How yeah. bad is it? It's an, I was having to fill out actual tax returns on this one programming called Cengage. Oh, I've heard no. of Cengage. Yes, it. It's a little booger to work with. I'd, I'd say. say so. Because you're going through the entire tax return, and some of the information will be given, and then there's some, like twenty lines in a row that you have to fill numbers in. And there's no hints. Uh, that does sound like, pretty you get, terrible. You get a paragraph of information like, Tom and Jane are a married couple. They have three kids. Tom is a janitor at the local school. Jane is a stay-at-home mom. Together, they make $595,000. How? They're supposed to do it. Extra now. forms of income. What's their extra? Another problem. What's their extra forms of income? That's when it gets. That's when it gets complicated, even with like yeah. regular people, yeah. because like I scrap metal. How do I account that for my income? Yeah, because it's not recorded. You know, you pocket it, but still. <laughs> <laughs> they never. Know. Jane runs a pyramid scheme. Tom loves to gamble, and he had one big night in Vegas. <laughs> won a lottery. All right. Yeah. That so yeah, you have to. You get information like that, and then you have to fill out an entire tax return. Yeah, that sounds miserable. And that's annoying. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. And fun does. fact, even if you acquire your money illegally, you have to report it on your tax return. Really? Yes. That's why you're going to be an accountant, and I'm not. So how, So that's like, that's hence drug laundering, like money laundering is a big, I bet you did a lot of coverage of money laundering, and how's it like, how that works. Yeah, we, we did some. Because that's a very like even a big though, thing. I'm, you know never will but the like 
thinking like Pablo Escobar, who has moved billions and billions of dollars in the eighties, like to the point where he they buried money because they had enough, they had so much and didn't know what to do with it. The amount of fake shell companies that they formed in order to shuffle that money through and make it clean, it's just it's unreal. It's unreal. It is. And then you get dudes like Jordan Belfort who just rip people off with a fake Wall Street company. Mm-hmm. And get rich, and then get out, and get rich again. Yeah. Rich get richer, and poorer get poorer. That's another story for another day. It's capitalism for you. Yep. That's coming from a capitalist himself. <laughs> okay. Now, we are down to our final thing, and it is what we've all been waiting for. Our Sprite taste testing. Our our yes. favorite new segment that we started three episodes ago, and we've done yes. it ever since. Yes, we have. So, I'm going to go get the cups. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da, Here's dun, your da, da, cup. Yay! Here's your cup. Yay! Here's my cup. Um, we already we have four different Sprites. The normal Sprite, Sprite Zero... A new Sprite called Ginger Sprite. Which I'm excited about. And Sprite Cranberry. So we'll start out with the Sprite Zero. Yes. In a moment of vulnerability, I already drank some Sprite Cranberry. But when well, I'm we talking... do that all the time anyway. We're big Sprite Cranberry. Dudes. Yes, we are. Yes. Oh, gosh. Back it up, Terry. Back it, back it, back it up. Lord, Terry, put it in reverse. All right. I'm pouring it. It is, it is a fixing to be tasted. It smells like normal Sprite. It probably tastes like normal Sprite, too. All right. Here, here we go with Sprite Zero. We can now drink. It's the same thing. It tastes about the exact same, yeah. Yes. Well, I guess it's I, a little bit. It's a little less sweet. That's about it. Well, yeah. So I guess I know I'm going to start getting now. <laughs> what is what is your ranking, Austin? What, do you want to do it out of five or ten? Make it five or make it ten to make it more interesting. Yeah, make it ten. Mm. I'm gonna go with an eight because it it's it a good taste. It's like normal Sprite, only less sweet, which mm-hmm. is not necessarily a bad thing. No, because I drink Coke Zero religiously anyway. That's why I drink so Coke Zero. Yeah. What about you, Dawson? I give it about a seven point five. It's missing something, which is the high fructose corn syrup. In it. it is, yeah. But it's still good, and I would drink it on a regular basis. I think I'm going to give it a seven nine. It's pretty good. It's better than I thought it was going to be because I don't yeah. think I've ever had Sprite Zero before, or if I have, it's been a long while. Mm-hmm. All right, now the normal Sprite, the OG. Oh, yeah. Here you go, Austin. Thank you. Here you go, Dawson. Oh, thank you, Reese. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Mm. All right. We can now take our nice little drink. Here we go. He 
Yeah, exactly what I thought. That's what the, the Sprite Zero was missing was the sweetness. Yeah. Yes. That's about the only difference. Mm -hmm. The thing about the thing of what I like about Sprite is you drink it, and then after you drink it, you get like this nice taste in your mouth. Yeah, Coke don't do that. Coke tastes terrible after, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I give it a nine. Okay. What about you, Dawson? I get about nine point five. Okay. I um, love Sprite. I'm gonna give it a eight two because I I'm, I like Sprite, but I don't know. Fountain Sprite's better. I think Fountain Sprite is also better. Yes. McDonald's Sprite. McDonald's Sprite. So, McDonald's yes, Sprite is the best. It is the best. I agree, hundred percent. If we had McDonald's Sprite, it'd be like a eleven out of ten. Yep. Now. We're about to try the brand new. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited and a little bit nervous because I'm. I wonder if it's gonna taste. Ooh. Oh, oh Nelly. <laughs> it has an odd smell. Oh. Uh. It's it's lower calories. I was 130 instead of what's. It's probably like 200 or something. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. It has a weird smell. It is a take a little whiff, Austin. I'll let you take your whiff. <laughs> it has a weird smell. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not oh, no, to, that's just ginger. That's just ginger ale. I'm, see, not, I'm not allowed to say on air what it smells like. But see, see, it does smell like ginger ale, but it's like a weird smell of ginger ale. I guess with yeah. sprites. Actually, you know what? Who cares? This is the last episode. If it's wrong, it's wrong. LT can censor it. It smells like one of those urinal cakes. It does smell like a urinal cake. That's what ginger. It, that's what's like. The, I think that's like the um, like what they're going for is a ginger smell. In those. Yes. And really? I, yeah. I didn't know that. See, and I I should not have said that now because it's gonna cloud my opinion of this. Well, see, I'm a I'm a, I'm a big ginger beer fan. I I used to drink. I like ginger beer. I used to drink gourmet ginger ale all the time. Like so, this is probably ginger, ginger beer. Austin is like literally ginger ale. I like it. That's really good. I really like that. I'm just not a ginger ale guy. Ugh. I, love I do it. not like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh, it's good. It tastes just like ginger. I love it. It just it's it's see y'all hate it, but I love it. It's, well, you, it's, can, you can take the rest of that home. That's take what I'm gonna all do. Of that. <laughs> you can have that all. Ooh. Uh, what do you give it, bro? <laughs> a three point six. See, I like like the little sweet taste on your upper lip. Oh, that sounds weird. I don't like it. At all. I love it. I give it about nine. I'm giving it a, a two and a half. I love it. <laughs> It's so bad. Like, I don't even want to drink the rest of this. I'm going to pour this literally in another cup so I don't have to drink That's it That's so good. I don't know what y'all... I like that. <laughs> All right. Now the final. Sprite. Sprite Cranberry. The meme drink of all meme drinks. I'll be, I'll be able to open it soon. Let it come out. 
it's uh, it's built up for some odd reason. It's the thirst, thirstiest time of the year. Copyright Sprout. Who was that? LeBron. Well, was LeBron Chance was singing? Yes. I thought it was Chance the Rapper. As LeBron? I'm for, it might be Chance. It's the thirstiest time of the year. Yes. They got Marshawn Lynch in this commercial. Number five on your, or number four on your list. Yep. All right, here we go. Well, I'm glad Chance Rapper came out about four thousand. Perfect. It's literally the best ever. It is. Sprite cranberries just go. It's just really we good. Are, we are back to good tasting sprites. You were what? So we're back to good tasting sprites. Yep. Is this another video? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> More Sprite cranberry? I give it a 12. Okay. What's it, what's it actually? A 9.2. I give it a 9.2. Five. It's tied with real Sprite because it's Christmas themed. I, I like give it, it nine five two. I like that ginger one though. I love it. Well, just, you can feel you can free. keep it forever and ever. I promise. It's all yours, Dawson. Um, it will be. To finish off the podcast, this is our final podcast ever. Like I've said, so I've made a new this or that. Brand spanking new this or that. So we're going to do those, and then we will sign it off. Oh, also, before we start this, we haven't talked about much baseball. I, I'm rocking a Cy Bauer t-shirt because Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young Award for the NL. First Reds player in history to do that as a pitcher. So I really hope he stays. We'll probably know in the next few weeks. But, yeah, Trevor Bauer, GOAT. Now, this or that, and then... We are done forever. Rest in peace. God, but never forgotten. So, there's ten this or that's. We'll all do it. Number one, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Austin. Thanksgiving. Okay. Christmas. I'm going to think, I think I'm going to go for Thanksgiving. But that's just because I enjoy, like, food and, like, During school, I do Thanksgiving. But now, since I'm graduated... It's different now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas, because finals don't exist. Okay. Number two, college football or college basketball? Austin Brown? College football. College basketball. I'm also college basketball. <laughs> Number three, Sprite Cranberry or normal Sprite? Sprite Cranberry. Normal Sprite. I'm going to go Sprite Cranberry. Summer or winter? Winter. Summer. So I'm going to go summer. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Chocolate. Fantasy football or fantasy basketball? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. what did you say? Chocolate or vanilla? I said chocolate. Okay. Fantasy football or fantasy basketball? Fantasy football. Fantasy football. 
fantasy football. I will tell you this. We tried fantasy basketball it, it, one year, and it was a straight crap show, <laughs> and it was so boring, and it was not fun at all. We did insider trading. There was some of us that would trade football <laughs> players to we, get basketball players. Yeah. Someone named Dawson nicely did Dawson that. Dawson did do that. Named... Yeah, we did do yeah, that. Did. I tried a fantasy basketball league one time, and it, it involved so much work. You had to like change your lineup every single day. Yeah, it's boring. And, I went into the playoffs with the worst team, and I came out in fifth place because I ended up winning placement games because the dudes were not changing their lineup. And I wasn't even changing my lineup either, so I don't know how I did it. It's okay. Uh, I remember that's the one thing I did not like about fantasy basketball. I didn't understand how you got the points. I didn't understand it either. I mean, obviously from, like, scoring and rebounding and all that stuff, but, like, some players could score like 30 points and they could have 65 fantasy points. Like, you could have the same exact stat line as another player, but they could have more points than the other one, which yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand it either. So, yeah, it's just too complicated. Yeah. Okay. Mountain Dew Code Red or Mountain Dew Baja Blast? Baja Blast. Baja Blast. I think I'm going to go like with Code, Code Red. Red. I don't like what? Code Red. <laughs> I love Code Red. I hate it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Wendy's or McDonald's? Wendy's. Wendy's. I'm going to also go with Wendy's. McDonald's makes me sick. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Okay. I'm also going to say Marvel. And Take the, that, Batman. And the final <laughs> and question, Superman. money. Would you rather get money or actual gifts money. for Christmas? Money. I think I'd rather get money also. Check, and, please. And since... We since it's abruptly coming to an end, and I just I just can't I just cannot take it. We we have to do our movie and music reviews just normal because we have. To, I mean, we have to. We cannot we cannot let this podcast uh, end so abruptly. It's just so sad. We can't, we just can't handle it. <laughs> I'm have a good time on this one. <laughs> so, music review, Dawson. What's your music review? Well, I really like the um, Kmart soundtrack, the Kmart. <laughs> You've broken Austin Brown. Oh, the um, J.C. Penney's Christmas um, music that goes on while you're, while you, I, I p- picture this, you're walking to the J.C. Penney's, usually in a mall. This is back, so about mid-2000s, the malls were kind of, you know, kind of busy. Yeah. You walk through, you have to walk through the perfume section to get to the actual mall. Yeah. Then you smell you smell all the old people perfumes. Yeah. All the fifty-five-year-old women just spraying themselves with perfume, and you're just intoxicated by all the per- lavender smells, and you just takes your breath away. You just can't barely breathe. Your nose nostrils are tingling. Are burning a lot. They're burning, and you run because you want to get an icy from the concessions at the, the slush puppy, the real slush puppy, not the bull crap. <laughs> and then you hear the J.C. Penney's Frank Sinatra going. What a wonderful Christmas. (laughs) What a wonderful day. Uh, All right. Austin Brown, what's your music? Um, Just let me see what I have. It's Austin Brown, hey baby girl. What's your name, Austin Brown? Baby, it's cold outside. I've been listening to a lot of Nelly lately. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Ignition. Oh, wait, that's R. Kelly. Oops. 
That's uh, same, same thing. Now, R. Kelly pees on kids. Oh, edit that oh, out. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, we're editing things out now? Okay. Let's I'm just kidding. Everything. Oh, no. <laughs> Austin Brown said, No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come on, Randall, don't choke this, please. So, what's your music, Austin? Finale. <laughs> That's okay. Really all there is to it. Um, I'm gonna go with Hank Williams Jr. I've been listening to a lot of him lately, and I've been listening to Morgan Wallen's three new songs that he released. I think he's finally going to get to be on Saturday Night Live. Yes, he is. He's oh, supposed really? to be on it tonight, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's tonight. Oh. So I'm watching, I'm probably watching a fight and Saturday We're, Night we, Yeah, we might be watching the uh, Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. Oh, with Jake Paul. Oh, and there. Jake Paul and Nate <laughs> Robinson. Can't forget, oh, can't forget him. Um, so, uh, that, that, is, that is what is uh, happening tonight with us. Um, what's your movie review for us? Um, my, my movie review is the, um, watch mod, watch Mojo's top 10 failures of life. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My movie review is Black Mirror. Okay, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if you would count that as a TV show or a movie. They're all mini movies. Yeah, they're like mini movies. That's the yes. thing. Me and Dawson, for the past... What month and a half, two yeah. months? When I come home, I go to his house and we just watch like three or four of them at a time. And we're about, we have about two left. I think we have yeah, we have one or two left, and then we've watched all of them. Yeah. But I like Black Mirror. Um, I also watched Deadpool for the first time. That's pretty good. I like Deadpool. It was hilarious. Deadpool is hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Deadpool two. Everybody craps on Deadpool too, but I think it's I think it's actually pretty good. I, I think so Once too. Upon a Deadpool is where it's at. What's that? Well, it's a Deadpool Christmas theme movie they made. That's Deadpool two, but censored. Really? Yes. But in a funny way. It's basically a recut. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to watch that too. You got a lot of watch this. I have a lot of watch. I do too. Brown, what's your movie review? Y'all already know. I do know. Nelly? No. No. Can I say it for you? Yes, you have my permission. The, the Kmart employee. The interview. The interview? Yes, the interview. What about the Kmart employee manual of Here's 1985? Here's a question. Is Die Hard, if you, call, if you count that a movie, a Christmas movie, is the interview a Christmas movie? Because it was released on Christmas. Um, That's when Eminem came out as gay. That is an interesting thing to think about. Okay. Because it was supposed to come out in October that year, but North Korea's like, ha ha ha, we will not let this happen. <laughs> so, I think you could consider it a Christmas movie. But at the same time, I'll, I'm going to say no. Because originally it's supposed to come out October of that year. Okay. And it's not really a very Christmassy spirit. Even though they do sing fireworks. That's true. So, yeah. Okay. Finally, to end things off, 
I would just like to say that Sarah Fuller, the girl, she did get to play. She didn't kick a field goal or extra point or anything, but she kicked off at the beginning of the second half. So she's the first girl ever to officially play in the yeah. Power 5 football game, which is pretty cool. They, who are they playing against? Missouri? Yes. Also, update on the Kentucky and Florida game. Florida <laughs> is absolutely destroying us now. Mm. Expected. So, yeah, it's expected, but, you know. So, that is the end forever of Quarantine Chats. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope you and Dawson enjoyed it. I had enjoyed it. I had had a very fun time. It's been a very good pleasure being with you all on this podcast. Yes, it has. Uh, Before we – okay, here's one final thing. That we're gonna do. We've talked about it before, but what what is your what was like not your favorite podcast? We've done that already. But what is your favorite thing that we done we done or did as a podcast? Like what? Like you could say a a segment we did or something we talked about or something like that. Just whatever you like. Then you can go first, Austin. I will. I will immediately throw you on the spot. Yeah, put me on the spot. <clears throat> I like the bread tasting. Okay. Uh, what about you, Dawson? I like the bread tasting too. That was my favorite. I think that's my favorite. I think tasting the cra- I think my favorite segment is taste testing. Was the taste testing? I wish we would have started that way mm-hmm. sooner than we did. Because the episode, shout out to Amy Cornelius, um, she was on that episode when we first started. It was the live stream when we taste tested cranberry juices. That was very fun. Also, the bread was very fun tasting it. Tasting the Sprite today was fun besides the ginger Sprite, even though Dawson likes it. I love it. Uh, I also enjoyed, what episode was it that? You it was like episode two or three when you told us that some girl cut your hair with an axe. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Two. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. That had me for a loop. You had me very shook when you said that you got your hair cut by an axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing that. But I didn't think it was as serious as everyone lets it on to be. Getting your hair cut with an axe. Yeah, it was a matter of like pulling the hair up and then. Because at that point I had very long hair, so yeah, not much effort was involved. Yeah, but okay, that's truly the end this time. We're not playing anymore. No, no games played. No games played anymore. So it was a pleasure. Uh, I hope everybody has enjoyed it because I know we've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So Dawson, say what you have to say at every ending of the podcast. <laughs> Okay. Stay safe out there. <laughs> All right. Gone See you, everybody. Gone, yeah, gone, gone forever. Oh, I forgot about Aaron Hernandez. He's on my starting six. Oh, Aaron Hernandez, uh, OJ Simpson's girlfriend's actual husband, um, OJ Simpson's lawyer, OJ Simpson's Bronco, OJ Simpson's memorabilia he stole from Vegas. Bo Jackson's hip. Oh. <laughs> Um, um, what, what, what is it? What, what, CTS? All those people? C- yeah, CTE. CTE? All, All right. right. It's done. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.